Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of So Dramatic. I'm Megan Pistetto. Pop the champagne, grab the tissues, good news for some and sad news for others. It is the final day of the Jamie Doran miniseries. Yes, we have officially reached stage five of the stage five Klinger series. We've had the dress rehearsal, the main act, and now it's time for the finale. It's the end of an era, the final hurrah, the last chapter, dessert, the climax, whatever you want to call it. The very last installment of Jamie's uninterrupted organic flow. His 360 minutes interrogation is almost complete and Joe Rogan would be shaking. Forget Jamie Dornan in the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. We have been blessed with Jamie Doran's Fifty Shades of Grey pentalogy. Yes, that is a new word that I learnt today, guys. As Pedestrian TV wrote about the series thus far, it's been one hell of a spicy ride. So thank you for all coming along for the journey with us. I hope you didn't get whiplash or nausea along the way <laughs> because we have covered a lot of ground. So many truth bombs and revelations have been dropped right here. Minds have been blown, myths have been busted. It's been a roller coaster of emotions from hysterical lols to hysterical tears. We've laughed, we've cried, we've done it all. Okay. <laughs> This is sounding a bit like an obituary now, so I'll wrap it up there. If you haven't already, go back and listen to stage one, two, three, and four before proceeding past this point. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200 until you have listened to the previous episodes in chronological order. I cannot stress that enough. Guys, exciting news. Today, you're all getting a happy ending. Since the serious topics have been covered already, I thought that we would finish off on a lighter note today. We're letting our hair down and having some fun in this episode. No more DMs, no more tears left to cry, as Ariana Grande would say. We're going out with a bang. I have saved some of the best tea for last because at the end of every rainbow, there is always a pot of gold. I'm starting to sound like Gandhi, getting very sentimental over here. Initially, I thought that five episodes of Jamie Doran was a bit too much, a little bit excessive, just a little bit, but you guys seem to have loved it. Maybe I should have done 10 stages. Maybe I should just rename this podcast, The Jamie Doran Show, and follow him around for the rest of eternity, like a spin-off to The Truman Show. I won't be doing that, but I may do a sequel one day. I'll definitely get him back on when the court case approaches, because that will be juicy, or... If there's any, you know, significant developments in the case or if his wish to become the 2021 Bachelor comes to fruition. Jamie, I have more chances of finding a boyfriend than that happening. So keep dreaming. 
Some of you have also been asking for a prequel, actually. You've asked for more info on me and Jamie's friendship before his bachelor journey began and more tea on our feud. So that is also something that we could consider down the track if you guys play your cards right. I'm also still being inundated with messages, DMs, emails, notes via carrier pigeons, messages in bottles, telepathic messages for Jamie. I'll read out my favorite one from the last episode, which was the Legally Blonde 3 episode, where Jamie spilled all the details about his upcoming case with Warner Brothers that we all know about by now. I feel like Jamie's PA reading these out every week. Jamie, if you're listening, I know you are, hi. I will be invoicing you for my PA services as well. One listener wrote, can you please send this to Jamie? I tried, but he's got so many sliding into his DMs these days. The whole miniseries is amazing. You have done an awesome job on it and Jamie has really opened up and shown us what Warner Brothers deprived us of. Every year around Christmas, my stress levels are through the roof and I get bad anxiety and listening to the Doran series has helped in a way. Look, personally, the series has given me more anxiety. (laughs) All of those late nights spent editing, all of the stress, but I'm really glad that it's had the opposite effect on others. And since so many of you have been messaging me about the series, I thought that I would give you a chance to ask Jamie any more questions that you may have, either questions I didn't ask, I don't think there is many of those, but anything that you want to know or any questions that you have about the actual miniseries. So We're going to do an Instagram live on Sunday night. I think we'll do it. I will confirm the exact date and time on Instagram. We'll do that at so dramatic podcast underscore on Instagram. And if you're lucky, we may even get a guest appearance from his housemate Naranga. So I'll let you guys know when that's going to happen. Guys, this mini series was not easy to put together. As you know, there was a lot of blood, sweat and tears involved, literally. Okay, maybe not blood, but definitely sweat from being stuck inside that cabin in Byron Bay with no aircon in the middle of summer for six hours and definitely Jamie Doran tears from me and from him. So all I ask in return is that you share this podcast around with everyone that you know, post a screenshot wherever you're listening to the podcast and tell your followers, fans, haters, how much you enjoyed it or how much you hated it and that they should definitely listen either way. Please also rate, review and subscribe to this podcast from every device you have in the house. You will be doing God's work. And for your own benefit, join the So Dramatic community on Facebook. That's at So Dramatic Podcast when you search in groups. So many exciting things happening in there over the holidays. So many exciting things happening in there just this week, actually. I'll be dropping the merch in there first later this week. So if you want to get your hands on that, make sure that you're in there because there is limited stock. I cannot stress that enough. Don't forget to follow So Dramatic on Instagram. That's at So Dramatic Podcast underscore. And if you haven't had enough of me after all of that, follow my personal account at Megan Pistetto for slightly inappropriate content and, of course, a few thirst traps thrown in for good measure. Coming up today, Jamie Doran spills the tea on his many, many, many famous feuds with fellow reality stars, including Kira Maguire, Abby Chatfield, Hayden Trick, Lockie Gilbert, Rachel Arahill, and Chelsea McLeod. God, that was a mouthful. (laughs) He's had more feuds with reality stars than I have. He also reveals the truth about his relationship with Bachelor star Caitlin Hopp, plus lots more, including the secret to his youthful appearance. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Jamie finally drops his skincare regime. He reveals the secret to looking 21 at 41. Plus, Jamie answers all of your burning questions. So much drama, so little time, 
Let's get into the show. Do not fight amongst yourselves. Please come to me. So we confirm or deny. At least you're honest with me. So exclusive. There's someone coming in. It's Jamie. It's Jamie. Everybody run. <laughs> run, girls. Girls, run. Run. People know me as the stage five clinger. The stage five clinger. I didn't know who Kira was when she came to Paradise, to be <laughs> How honest. I don't know Kira. She's Batchy royalty. Yeah, well, She's I actually. She's an icon. I've never watched Bachelor before. So I actually got a bloke from the media DM me and said, Can I ask for her in Paradise? Oh, what? They wanted you to request Kira? Yeah. What? So she could go on Paradise as well? Yeah. And, oh, wow. so, and so I just did it. Oh, so you're the one that requested Kira. Yeah. So I, she, you're the reason she got on. Oh. Maybe. Wow. I, I actually don't know. So, I did it. So, then well, she then rocks up. This is how up. she repays you. Then she rocks up. And I didn't really talk to her in paradise. But then once she cornered me in paradise and she goes, Jamie, I've got something to talk to you about. And I said, what? And she goes, you've really shot yourself in the foot with Brittany Weldon. And I said, what do you mean? She said, well, <laughs> you're going to go home because the way you're treating her and, and this. And I said, Kira, I said, what do you want me to do? I said, do you want me to fake a relationship like you're doing with Alex McKay so you can get more airtime? Is that what you want me to do? And I've never seen Kira Maguire shut up like that. She just zipped it. And that's about the last time I spoke to her in paradise. And then since then, I've noticed I'm blocked. She's blocked me on Instagram. Oh. Yeah, I'm blocked. So, I, I, I've got nothing against Kira, to be honest. Don't know the girl that well. I don't know if I called a feud. I don't even know if I called Yosha one a feud. <laughs> Who else we got? Um, the other person you're feuding with is Lockie, Lockie Gilbert. What's oh. going on with the, the Tarakash battle of, on Instagram? Bloody Lockie, Lockie. He knows that I'm the true king of Tarakash, right? You know that, Lockie. But what happens was so Kieran Stott and Matt Wyatt are having a charity fight and they needed people on is the- Is that un- still happening? Yeah, it's happening when Melbourne, because it's in Melbourne. So after COVID, it's run by Team Ellis Boxing, and they're doing it. I believe it's at Melbourne Pavilion. So they've got to wait to all the everything gets relaxed. They needed people on the undercard, so I put out a thing and I said, "All right, I don't care how big you are, how well you can box. It's for charity. Let's go." And a few people hit me up. Reese Power hit me up. Reese Power wanted to fight me, and since then, actually, Reese and I have actually become quite good friends. Uh, but then Lockie called me out, and I went perfect. It's Kieran versus Matt, Bachelor, Bachelor, <laughs> then Lockie versus me, and then I've heard Aggie and Pascal are also wanting to fight on this card. So it's all the Bachelor guys. And uh, so then I've sort of been trolling Lockie now. Um, <laughs> it's about- very nice, though, but in a joking way or yeah, in a serious way? In, in a joking so way. Joking, don't and he, and he, he's been replying. We've, we've been chatting. It's just a bit of banter. Yeah, and I've been telling Irina as well. <laughs> Irina said to me, just don't hurt him. <laughs> That's what she wrote back to me. You so. know Lockie's like seven foot. <laughs> I know. Now, now, I FaceTimed Lockie the other night and I said, how, how big are you again, mate? Because it was the first time I FaceTimed him. And he goes, oh, here he is. Here's the guy that's calling me out every 10 seconds. How'd you get his number? And uh, he was FaceTiming. Rosemary was FaceTiming Irina and I walked in oh, okay. on it. Right. And uh, Rosemary turned to me and said, oh, there's someone here that actually wants to talk to you. And I actually didn't know what was going on. And he passed me the phone and there's Lockie with all his super spreader tattoos. Shirtless. CEO of super spreaders. Shirtless looking at me. He goes, here he is. So we've got the CEO super spreader versus the Instagram super spreader. Yep. And and so we're having a chat. Good chat. And uh, and I said, how how big are you, mate? 
And he goes, I'm six foot five. He goes, you're about my size, aren't you? And I said, no, I'm six foot one. And he's like, oh, well, this is going to be a bit of a mismatch. And um, anyway. He's a giant. Yeah, so I feel, I'm, I still I still hope it happens. Uh, it's just got to be sanctioned now because there is a bit of a size disparity. No, I can't say this word again. Sorry, let <laughs> me do it again. Disparity. There's a little bit of a size disparity there. It has to get sanctioned. I hope it goes ahead. I want to fight Lockie. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think I'll lose badly, but it's for charity. So let's go, Lockie. Hopefully it happens. I think he's a, actually quite a good guy, but I just want to get in the ring with him. Let, let, let's go. Let's go, Lockie. Let's see who the true king of Tarakash is, mate. But he did send me a DM the other day, Lockie, and he said, you will find out soon who the real king is. That's what he wrote to me. They're fighting words, Lockie. Can you ask if I can be the ring girl for this battle? Oh, my God. What are, that, what are guys, we going full circle? Guys, can we get behind <laughs> this? I want to be front and centre. Can everyone get behind this? At Team Alice Boxing, if you're listening, I'm available. Megan Pastetto <laughs> as the ring girl at the Kieran, Matt, Lockie, Jamie, It's Pascal, only fair Aggie. after everything I've been through, after everything I've dealt with with all of you, it's only fair. I feel... Wouldn't be the same without me. I feel the one problem here is you're going to steal the show. <laughs> That's going to become the number one event. Oh, stop you sucking got, up to me. you got to admit, how good would it be, though? <laughs> it'd be good. Oh, my goodness. You would literally... I should record the podcast live from the ring. Oh, it'd be good. It'd be good. Cause let, let's <laughs> Jamie's be, getting a little bit excited over there. Let's be honest. Until Megan just put her name on it, no one was going to watch this <laughs> rubbish, to be honest. But now I think... <laughs> Team Ellis Boxing, here's your golden ticket. Because I, I don't think many people were going to watch before this, but now they're going charge to. charge them. So there's another person you're feuding with. Look, is there anyone you're not feuding with? You're worse than me. Awesome, Rachel Arahill has called oh, you out on this Rachel. podcast, on the So Dramatic podcast, and said that you made up the story about Chelsea McLeod going on Paradise. You said that you were the reason that she got on Paradise and that she'd signed on the dotted line. Now we know Paradise is no longer happening anymore. So did you make that story up? I swear... On my life, that every word I said was true. I have a witness in the room when this story went down was Chelsea McLeod, me, and Samuel Levi from New Zealand Maths, who is Chelsea McLeod's roommate. Samuel was there when this whole conversation took place. So, Samuel, mate, back me up on this one. I know you're Chelsea's best mate and you live with her, but this happens. Oh, it was Emma Roche's birthday i was in a bedroom with samuel and chelsea and i said to chelsea i feel you would be great on bachelor in paradise and chelsea went really and i said yeah and i said would would that be something you would consider doing and she said yes and i said well i'm going to speak to heidi packer at channel 10 and i'm going to make this happen i didn't ring heidi specifically but heidi at that point bachelor in paradise was about to come out and like i said i was on every second bus in australia so they were talking to me head every was on the billboard head was on the billboard they're talking to me every second day and i said funny story heidi i was at a party at chelsea the other night i floated the idea of bachelor in paradise she's keen Heidi said, really? I said, yes. She said, that's amazing. We're going to make this happen. That was it. Then, all of a sudden, Chelsea puts up, I need to rent out my place in Melbourne from October to December, right? Three months, yep. Three months. Now, Bachelor in Paradise got cancelled. Chelsea's not leaving Melbourne. (laughs) Something doesn't add up here. So, Samuel Levi, you're a witness. Why would I make that up? Why would I make that story up? I swear on my life on this podcast... I'm telling the truth. I swear on my mum's life. I swear on my life. That's a true story. 
Rachel, I'm not actually blaming you because obviously Chelsea has denied it because she's probably, I don't even blame Chelsea. She's probably protecting the fact that no one's meant to know, especially when she was the winner from Matt Agnew's season. The go- it's a bloke that works at the bank, isn't it? She was on. Is that the season she was on? Yeah. Yeah. So it's- Bloke that works at the bank. I know, you, I know she's trying to protect herself. I, I get that, but I hate looking like a liar. You know, that, that annoys me when that conversation happens. And I understand that contracts are contracts and no one's meant to know. But like everything I said on The Bachelorette, everything comes out in the wash. <laughs> Have you all noticed now that Chelsea hasn't left Melbourne? <laughs> Has everyone... Everything I say is true. No one believes me. It's the oracle, the Jamie Doran even, oracle. Even when I started the legal, like people didn't believe me. You know, oh, he's bluffing until I got the lawyers and all that. And now, now everyone believes me. I'm like, I just don't understand. Look, people- I feel like by now people should realize that you're, that you mean it. I don't talk shit. <laughs> Maybe when you're drunk. I, Maybe after a good I night. Tell talk it a bit of shit. How it is. Talk a bit of shit sometimes. I, talk, I, tell, I tell it how it is and a little bit of shit on top. <laughs> you put a little bit of sprinkles on top. You sprinkle the truth. Okay, so another person that you're feuding with, what's going on with Caitlin? Because I reported on the podcast that you were dating, then one minute you weren't dating, then you were dating. She has come out and posted some really awful videos about you saying, what were the videos? What were they saying in those videos? Fuck Jamie Doran. They were saying, fuck Jamie Doran. Wouldn't want to be Jamie Doran. Things like really, you know, it wasn't nice things that they were saying. I'm getting drunk tonight and I'm glad Jamie Doran isn't here. Yeah, stuff like that. It wasn't nice. What happened? Because you were close. So take us back. What What's the story with Caitlin? I actually how thought, did you even know? How did you even meet her? I actually thought those videos were funny. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Because <laughs> the guys at the rent, I was like, who are these guys? Like one one guy looked like, it, like Steve Urkel. A- any, anyway, so Caitlin reached out to me before she aired on Lockie's season and she said she reached out to me on Instagram and she said she's worried about her portrayal and I'm someone who got a bad portrayal that might be able to help her. A little bit like, I know it's not the same thing, but it's a little bit like how I've reached out to the Badger recently. We talked on the phone. We both realized at the time we were in Burley Heads in on the Gold Coast. I invited her over that night. She came over. We hung out for two months. I spent a lot of time with her. I've now seized all communication with her because it got far too toxic. I don't really want to say anything more about it, but I have moved to Brisbane to get away from it. It was too toxic and I've seized all communication with Caitlin. In the first place, I was there for her. I was there to help her. And now our relationship just became far too toxic and... I haven't spoken to her in about two weeks. When you say hanging out, was that romantically? She said that you made up, you made the whole thing up and was accusing you of spreading these rumours. But what rumours? That you were I, dating. I, I don't really want to comment on this because Ka- this seems to be triggering Caitlin for some reason. <laughs> Couple of hours into the interview, we had a lot of ground to cover. Before we wrap this up, I've got some rapid fire questions. So you can just ask, you can answer just these quickly if you want. So I have to think about them because if I think about them, I'll we'll get be the... here for another four hours. Oh yeah, well, that too. But I'll get probably the fake answer. But if I go straight away, it'll be like the real answer. Okay, let's do that. I don't know, but that's scary. Do what? Say what comes to mind first. Ooh, this is scary. Have you hung up your TV shoes for good, or would you do another show? Two 
<laughs> you're thinking. Go TBA. TBA. To be advised. I don't know because this court, it depends. It depends how we go with court. That's a hard one because it depends how we go with court. I don't want to be a hypocrite. I, I don't want to go to court and set a precedent and then look to go back on it. Mm. So if I'm this Aaron Brockovich that's <laughs> fighting the production company and then I have my day in court and win and then someone sees me on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune. It, it, it makes me look like a complete hypocrite. So I will say at this point in time, no. Okay. If there was a show you'd go on, which show would you do? What would be your ideal show? I know you said Gogglebox and I'm a celeb, but would that be at the top of your list? Or Dancing with the Stars? I could see you on Dancing with the Stars. I hate to admit it, and they are all Warner Brothers shows that you just said, but Dancing with the Stars. Oh, I was right. I know you well. I would enjoy that show. Can you dance? No. That's why <laughs> That's why I'd enjoy it so much. Because, I'll tell you what... <laughs> I want to get one step further than Dean Wells. And that is pretty easy because old Dean <laughs> went out first. Have you ever seen a man dance like Dean? It was like two concrete blocks wearing a construction <laughs> helmet and a, and a construction vest. Now, I love Dean Wells. Australia's most favorite. Uh, sorry, let me do. I love Dean Wells. Australia's number one redhead. <laughs> Mate, for a ginger, you get a lot of women. You do well. For a, for a ginger. Um, speaking of doing well, you're 40. You're doing quite well for yourself, picking up these young 20-year-old girls. 41. Don't know if that's 41. predatory or not. What is your secret? What Do you get Botox? <laughs> you know I do because you're, you've <laughs> reported it before, Megan Pastetto. <laughs> yes, I get Botox. I've actually been getting Botox since I was 28. What? I, yeah, oh, I don't. Back when it wasn't even a popular thing. Yeah, so I don't get it around the eyes. I never have. I Just get the forehead. Yeah, I get three lines in my forehead and i get those attended to how but often I, every three months every three months so for the last 12 years 13 years 40, 41 it's a lot of money it's yeah. a lot of effort a lot of commitment it's, what are you going to continue doing it for the rest of your life yeah unfortunately oh, so you're going to be 70 years old with this smooth forehead yeah so <laughs> there's a couple jamie Doran secrets actually so there's the <laughs> botox i actually take a tablet that stops, <laughs> stops your hair falling out as well what? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's called Prosca. Or I think the... Were you losing hair? A little bit. I had really thick hair, but I'd have a shower and I'd run my hands through my hair and I'd have about a hundred like, hairs in my hands. That happened to me when I had uh, really bad stress and anxiety. My hair started to fall out and it went really thin and I was freaking out. I'm like, how do I stop this? Like I'd be in the shower and I'd pull out clumps of hair. It was scary. Yeah. Well, it, that's... Yeah, okay. Well, th this, what I take, it's called Finistride, but I think... Finistride is the pharmaceutical name, but Prosca, I think, is the uh, the company name. But yeah, I take that. So does Dean Wells, actually. Just oh, dog. Wow. Just so that's dog why you've got such thick, luscious Lego hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, you told uh, me last night that you you dye your hair, you dye the greys. Yeah, I've, I just get it down the side. I get <laughs> I get a few greys down the side. I actually really want to get the salt and pepper going. The dog park bill. Oh, okay. Wouldn't mind getting the dog park bill going. But I'm like, at the moment, I think I'm probably 1% grey. So you got to wait till you have a bit more. Yeah, maybe 20% grey. And then I'll get those dog park bill vibes. Start owning dog it. Dog park bill vibes. What else do you do? I saw you getting Fraxel laser. I've Fraxel. had Fraxel laser. It's amazing. Fraxel. How I've often done, do you get that? I've only done that three times. So I got it before the bachelorette. 
before Bachelor in Paradise and I got it about... Uh, up before each show. And I had it for a third time about three weeks ago. That's roughly my whole routine. I am going to try, I hate to admit it, on Tuesday, chin fat dissolving injections. What? Chin fat dissolving injections. I haven't tried this yet. What is that to give you a snatched jawline? I get a double chin when I smile in photos. <laughs> you got one now. Oh, no offense. It's the way I'm sitting, Megan, all right? And what are you getting these treatments for free? Yes. So you're getting them for free? If I got double chin now, wait, I'm sitting up. <laughs> Hang on. I'm readjusting. Are you getting high food or just the fat dissolving injections? It's fat dissolving injections, I believe. It, you get it twice. So I do it on Tuesday and then in six weeks you do it again. And apparently it swells up your chin and then your body kind of gets rid of that swelling. But when it gets rid of that swelling, it somehow also gets the fat at the same time. And so your body metabolizes it. Yeah. Oh, no, I've never tried it. I'm giving it a go. <laughs> Is there any treatment you're not doing? No. That, what, else you, what else do you do? No, that's it. You're a so, very high-maintenance guy. Yeah, that's it. I get my eyebrows done. About, <laughs> eyebrows looking on fleek. About once a month. <laughs> They're looking good. What do you get them done? Threaded? No, just waxed. Just wax. Just wax. Margs, Rosemary and I went and got a pedicure last week. I'm not going to lie. You're a man of leisure. I know. Yeah, I'm doing it tough. But no, that's about it. Just that. Just those 1,200 procedures. A bit of veep downstairs, actually. Not that anyone wants to <laughs> know about I? that. Moving on. Yeah, right. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Why do you have comments disabled on Instagram? Is that to do with the trolling? No, so actually that comes up a lot. I've always had comments turned off. Why this started was <laughs> I got Instagram when I was traveling. When I got my payout from the fire department and I went traveling, I would put up this beautiful photo of, say, Machu Picchu on Instagram. Is that how you say it? Is that how you say it? <laughs> no. Oh, I don't know. Machu Picchu, is it Machu Picchu? Oh, Machu- gosh. Oh, I don't know. Like I said. <laughs> Continuing You're on. speaking Carrying to the, the wrong man. Carrying they on. should just call me Jamie in brackets Oxford. Doran. Uh, but no, seriously, I have no idea how to speak English. Uh, so, and I'll put up this beautiful photo and some Karen would write, in 2005, I went up there with my friend Brett and we had a burger and we did this and that and, <laughs> and then a horse went past and and the guy yelled out, bravo, and da 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 And I'm like, oh my God, this is my nice photo. I, I don't care about your story in 2005. So I just shut down comments. And you haven't and turned them on ever. I've never turned them on ever again. But what about your engagement? Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> I've got terrible engagement. And another thing is, I'm, I'm very OCD. So, it's so, and this makes no sense because I can't speak English, <laughs> but I hate bad grammar. <laughs> like, I hate when someone writes the wrong your and all this, like, on a post. And, and I'm like, I, I can't unsee it. And so I just, and I don't really like comments. I just feel like I like putting up a photo. I like people liking it. She so just wanted to be more of a gallery, not a debate. Yeah. Not a- discussion i love you turn them off on facebook you can't so i just delete them i have to go through and delete them you are a deleted deleted all your messages as well yeah that's an ocd thing so i i feel like there's two types of people there's the people who got a thousand unread emails megan (laughs) in their inbox or there's the guys like me if you look at my inbox it's clean as i'm i am the ocd person that checks and replies to everything but if it's like just lately i haven't been that person but i know what you mean with the ocd nurse but you need to keep receipts that's part of your job as well 
you know, I don't True. I don't really need to keep receipts, but it's you never uh, know. look yeah, well, I don't know. I, I'm I'm just very OCD. It probably worked in my favour because I tell you what, if I had comments on, especially in the Bachelorette, I can't imagine what they would have looked like. Oh my goodness, it would have been a whole carnival of carnival. hate comments and a smorgasbord of oh. hate, hate mail. Jeez. Who is your dream girl from the Bachelor franchise, and you can only pick one? Sophie Tymon. Oh, did you request her for BIP? I did, and I got told she has a boyfriend. Oh. And I've met her once, and I think definitely probably scared her away with the Jamie Doran intensity. You need to work on that. Yeah. You're in training. You're in the Megan Pistola right. School of Dating. Help me. At 41, <laughs> I'm going to have a rebirth, all right? Rebirth. But yeah, Sophie, I don't know what it is about Sophie Tyman. Stunning. Yeah, she's... I don't know what it is. She's just stunning. She, she is, seems like a nice girl. She is a little stunner. Um. <laughs> but I love I love Marg as well. I love Marg. I love Marg off Lockie's season. I'm becoming very close to her. And also, the, I just got to throw in these little additions. And Brittany Weldon is an absolute superstar, man. I, I seriously, my my life improved 500% the day I meet Br- Brittany Weldon. Aww. Like, she literally has changed my life, as Marg has. They are two of my closest friends on Bachelor. But, but if we're talking, like, dream girl, the, like, you kind of would go, oh, my God, like... It would be Sophie time. Would you ever date Marg? Um, I think there's too much of an age gap there. I I believe if Marg was a little bit closer to my age, yes, I would. But the fact I'm 41 and she only just turned 24, I just feel that 17 year age gap is too much. And that, daddy. That's, yeah, that's no dis- sugar daddy. <laughs> I know, and that's no disrespect to Marg. You know, even Britney's a little bit closer. Britney's 27. She's that little bit closer to my age. I, how old Sophie Tymon? I don't even know. I don't know. Not that it'll be a chance in hell. But, I mean, she's probably closer to 30, would you say? I don't know. No idea. Hmm. Okay. Snog, marry, kill. One round. Helena, Britney, Megan Marks. What, Britney Weldon, not Hockley? Uh, Britney Weldon. Oh, that's so hard. I know. That's why I made it. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's breaking out in a rush over here, having to choose. Marry, kill. So kiss, oh my God. wait, not snog. Kiss, marry, kill. Or kiss. Eleanor, Brittany Weldon, Megan Marks. Oh, this is hectic. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to marry Brittany Weldon. Yep. But then this is so harsh on so the other kiss two. Kiss or kill the other. Oh. <laughs> Megan Marks, you're going to hate me. All right, kiss Eleanor. Kill oh, Megan Marks. Oh, you choose Eleanor. I'm going to have to. Oh, oh, that's such a hard one because you know. <laughs> Breaking you know, out in a rush. You know I raid all three of them. Mm-hmm. That's why I chose it. I know. That was a good one. But Megan Marks, I'm sorry about that. Are you dating anyone now or are you single? No, I'm single. There's confirmation, guys. Jamie's still on the market. I'm still on the market. Where, where, where are you at, Sophie Tymon? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Too much. I'm only joking. No, she does, Too much. She does have a boyfriend. Pull it back a little bit. No, that was a dad joke. <laughs> At 41, you can make a couple of dad jokes, all right? No, I think you can make dad jokes when you've got kids, when you're oh, a dad. Okay. You're not a dad yet. Are you going to have kids? Do you want to have kids? No, it's not for me. It's- I've got four nieces and nephews. That's enough. I had this conversation the other night with someone. I think it was Naranga. And I said, if I met a girl in the next five years that really, really wanted kids. You'd consider? I would consider it, yes. But, but- it's not on your... No, I'm, I'm all about travel at the moment. When COVID ends, you know, I'm all about travel. I'm I'm going to want to go over and – I think that's a question coming up, actually, but I want to go over and do a – I want to motorbike through Central Asia, which is the Stands area. 
I haven't nice. been to that part of the world yet. So, kids, still got some more traveling in you. Kids don't really, as uh, Naranga says, I'm pretty sure Naranga's pretty convinced that I'm shooting blanks down there at the moment. TMI. So even for me. Surely I'm not shooting blanks though, am I? This is too much. I don't know. <laughs> 41, can someone help me? I don't me? want to know what you're shooting. Do you shoot blanks at 41? Does anyone know? <laughs> Who were your favourite contestants from Bachelor, what? the franchise? Ever? Yeah. That have been on my season. <laughs> Who were your favourites that uh, you've been on with you? With me? Yeah. Tim, obviously. Jackson. <laughs> Jess Glasgow. I know that that's going to probably be unpopular. <laughs> Naranga. Ryan, the Aussie dog guy. There's yeah. too many. Connor. <laughs> There's too many. Connor. I love Connor. Glenn. <laughs> oh, come on. This is a bit. You can't do this to me. Okay. Adam, Adam Sellers. <laughs> Alex. Everyone. And Matt Wyatt. Okay. <laughs> and Kieran. <laughs> Anyone else? Renee. <laughs> Stop. Who did you dislike from Bachelor Nation or not get along with? You seem to like everyone. Is there anyone that you don't like? Just a- Abby. <laughs> Just Abby. Abby, Kira. And I, I didn't get on with Hayden on my season of The Bachelorette. Why don't you like Abby, Kira? Oh, we've already gone through Kira. Why don't you like uh, Abby and Hayden? I feel Abby blames me for her going home from Paradise and all her exit media or all her media on Paradise was filmed after she went home. So then we were friends before Paradise. We were texting each other and she was helping me through my edit and I was helping her through hers. And then... I just feel that then she called me a creep and that I give her the icks. And I know she only did that because she blames me for her going home. And then when the rumours came out that I was with Chelsea McLeod, she like did this big thing on her podcast and on her page saying, run, girl, run. Oh, that's not very you nice. You know, and I was like, that's really mean. Like, I don't know. Like, it's... And then I replied to her and she, I said, that's mean. Like, trolling. Like, you're trolling me. I text her. I text her and I said, you know, that's kind of mean. And she's like, oh, just because I'm clearing up the fact you're not dating one of my best friends, how's that being mean? And I was like, the way you're doing it, like you should be, she knows I got a bad edit because she got a bad edit. And I said, you should be supportive of me. Like if I am with Chelsea, which I wasn't, but if I was, like be supportive of it. Don't say run girl. Well, she, she, she knows I'm not a bad guy. Well, she's been trolled before as well. So she should know how it feels. So that that hurt, and we haven't spoken since Paradise, Abby and I. I just feel she blames me for her exit, and, and nothing to do with me. She came into Paradise and didn't want to talk to anyone but Kieran. She didn't try to make a connection with anyone that wasn't Kieran, female or male. So when Kieran and her didn't work out when they went on that date, that's not my problem. That's not my problem that I gave my rose to Brittany Weldon and not her, but for some reason she holds that against me. So that's why I'm not a big fan of her. Kira, we talked about Hayden, seemed to have some issue with me because I don't work for the state fire department anymore. <laughs> he's been in there He's been in there for 18 minutes. I was there for 10 years and he had some issue with that. I now work at, as a firefighter in the mines. It's like someone, that, a nurse that works at a public hospital, then moves to a private hospital. Oh, She's okay. still a nurse. <laughs> but in Hayden's eyes, I wasn't a legit fireman so he anymore. Thought you were, he thought you were a phony. Yeah, so Maybe he stole his firefighter limelight. I, to be honest, I think he probably won the walk-in in the uniform. They said, "Well, not two can't do it." And, <laughs> That's cause, probably what happened. Yeah, he just never was a big fan of me. That bloke. What is your favorite memory from Bachelor? I know there's been a lot of bad memories, but what's one positive memory? 
I really did like when Ryan Anderson, the Aussie dog guy, showed up and he showed up in a North Sydney Bears rugby league jersey. And that was my childhood team that I still go for now, but they're not around anymore. And I was like, holy cow, I go, I can't believe you're a fan as well. And Ryan turns around and goes, I'm not a fan. He goes, I just bought this for 10 bucks at an op shop. He goes, I don't even know what team this is. And Ryan gave me the jersey. And Ryan Anderson, the you know, the Aussie dog guy, came yeah. third on the season. He's a really good friend of mine. And um, and no, I thought, thought that was really cool. So that, that is one of my favourite moments, I believe. And also, that was on Bachelorette. And when Jackson Garlic arrived in... In paradise, I think everyone saw. I literally went crazy. I think Punky, on their recap, said it looked like Jamie was getting attacked by a swarm of bees <laughs> um, because Jackson kept it a secret. The rest of us super spreaders were all telling each other, <laughs> and uh, Jackson did not tell a soul. So when he showed up, funny story as well. I know I'm going on a long time, but I needed to go to the bathroom at um, in paradise. So I went to my cabana not knowing Jackson was in Fiji. No one had any idea. And he's getting the briefing before he walks in. And he was about 100 metres away. And I stopped and I go, is that Jackson Garlic? <laughs> and the producers all looked around and went, oh, my God, like Jamie's seen him. And it was 45 minutes before he was due to walk in. Ah, you ruined the so surprise. So the, the producers came up and they said, okay, you're in, you're locked in your room for an like, hour what, now. Locked up? Yep, till he walks out. And I said, you're not taking that away from me. I said, this guy's one of my best mates in the whole world. And I said, I need to be there from when he walks in. And they said, okay, we'll send you back out right now. But if you tell one person that he's here, you're off the show. Now, oh I, my God, that's a threat. Yep. So I'm not good at keeping secrets. <laughs> so for 45 minutes, I'm out there with everyone in the pool and Thirsty. dancing around. And I'm and I'm like, so looking at Tim like this, like... You, like Thirsty. you don't know what's about to happen, bro. But and I, I, I it killed me. I could, and I'm on my mic and everything. So and video, I can't do anything. And for 45, <laughs> it was the longest 45 minutes of my life. And I'm just like, oh. and then I saw Jackson walk in, and that's why you see me. I think half the relief was just that I could now tell people he was he was here. And that's that famous scene. I grab him and everything. And apparently, I spoke to Patty. I'm good mates with Patty. <laughs> Another one of your besties. Yeah. And Bill and Bill and I think. But Paddy and Bill said the same thing with Ivan. Apparently, he kept it a secret from everyone, and that's why the boys on that season went so psycho when Ivan um, ran in because no, like Jackson, he kept it a full secret. Unless, ah. um, unlike us super spreaders, not that I went and told Kieran and Tim and that, but we hinted. Even with Eleanor and Abby, like we all hinted that we were going. You know, Alex, we all kind of you could just tell by the way we were texting each other. But Jackson told everyone that he wasn't coming. Because he was also in Carbo, so it would have... Carbo, and he had uni exams. He had so much stuff on, but he, that's that's why he didn't <clears> start. A lot of people ask why Jackson Garlic didn't start that season is because he had prior commitments. Yeah, so I, I wanted Paradise to run again because I want to see him start, and I want to see Carlin on there. And, like, Zoe Claire would have been a kick... Even Caitlin. I reckon Caitlin would have been hilarious on there. <laughs> I, w- I reckon they it would have been a really good cast this year. I'm sad they didn't do it. Yeah. There's some good eggs. Roxy, Julia. Roxy. I love Roxy. I- I've become really good friends with Roxy. So I-, I was out in a group, not just Roxy and me, but in a group with Roxy about three weeks ago. And just my whole night, I'm just yapping away to Roxy. I- that girl is the most down-to-earth, sweetest girl. No disrespect to Bella. 
But I guarantee you, if Roxy had not left, it would have been Irina and Roxy as the final two. Oh, wow. 100% I know that. Wow. And all the girls back me up. Charlie back me up. I heard she had a strong connection with Lockie too. Oh, have, cause have, have you met Roxy in person? No. Oh, my God. Like, literally, she'll just blow you away. She'll blow you away. Her personality, the way she carries herself, she's <laughs> super intelligent. Yeah, what a woman. Do you have any genuine friends that you've made outside the reality TV world? Yes, yeah. You do? But, but unfortunately, I what's happened, and I hate to admit it, is I am clinging. There's that word, clinging. You know Stage when I, five, clinging. You know what's funny as well, just quickly, when people ask my what my Instagram is, I go, Jamie C. Doran, and they're like, C, like cat? I go, no, C, like clinger. <laughs> and and it always gets a laugh, like, because it's- Jamie Clinger Doran. Yeah, Clinger's Jamie your C- middle name. It's Christian, yeah, but yeah, but that's why I'm, it's Jamie C. Doran. But anyway, people I cling to, cling, there we go again, but they are all bachelor people, and that is because I think I have had such a hard, like, rub of the green, I have. Mm. I, I honestly feel I have. Jackson said it the other day, and I- they get it. They understand it. They have no prejudgment of me. I feel safe. And I know that sounds really dumb. And then people always write, why are all these people hanging out together? Like <laughs> Me. What, what, yeah, why am I hanging out Bachi with Marg? incest. Yeah, why am we hanging out with Marg, Naranga, Charlie, Gemma, Rosemary, Steph? Like, why am I hanging out with them? I feel comfortable with them. They don't judge me. They don't talk about the show. I just feel safe. And we do have our friends outside that, but it's always the core nucleus is these Bachelor people, and I never thought it would be like that. Do you think it's because you've all got that shared experience? You've all been through the same thing. You've bonded over being through the same thing. I mean, you would have a lot to talk about. Yeah, but we don't really talk about it. And it's come full circle because when I did Bachelorette, I'm not going to lie, I walked in there, apart from Jackson, because I pry knew him through to casting, and I was basically like, am I allowed to swear on here or not? Mm. I was like, pretty much, fuck everyone. I'm going to get it. I'm leaving here with Angie, you know? And I was like, I don't care about these dudes. And then now it's just gone full circle. Now I'm friends with all these guys. I don't think there would be another guy on my season that talks to 99% of the guys from Angie's season. I Like, I talk to everyone. I talk to guys that you wouldn't even know were on the show. <laughs> like, there's a guy called Jesse Owens, this big bodybuilder. Oh, I, I don't think you hardly yeah. saw him. Yeah. I am talking to Jesse. God, you're good. Yeah. it's Good at keeping in touch with people. Yeah. I don't like, know how you fit it in. But that's... I went in so selfish on that show. I was like, this is a competition and I'm going to be the guy at it, you know. And then on Bachelor Paradise, you were selfless. I, I think so. I, I, I did cool down a bit. I think Cass made a comment. I said, oh, I've cooled down. And I remember at the start, Cass made a comment. She said, I've cooled down. And she goes, what, since the show or like now? <laughs> I was like, that was a good call. Um, um, oh, can I can I give a shout out as well? Because I feel like I've <laughs> talked about everyone. Jessica Brody. Jessica Brody is a really good mate of mine. And I feel, I'll just, sorry, I just feel like I just shouted out everyone else on it's this. It's not a competition. People aren't going to be like, oh, James, no, on his top friends I'm list. A, I'm actually very close to Jessica. And I just feel like I've just rabbited on about saying who's my favorite people in Paradise and all of that. I mentioned in Bachelor, I mentioned all the boys. And I actually didn't message, uh, mention Jessica Brody. Okay. Well, add Jessica Brody in. Have you ever been in a long term committed relationship before? Very early on, from sort of 14 to 18, I was with the same girl. And apart from that, sort of from about, I think, 29 to 32, I was with a girl. 
apart from that, they've all been these three-month flings. And I kind of like them. I'm not going to lie. I do <laughs> like those little honeymoon period What are you ones. scared of commitment? Maybe I am. But I, I, I just don't like when the fireworks go out. You like that first initial spark. Yeah, where it's all exciting and new and you get to know someone and you're excited. And, and then, I don't know, I feel I get, I get a little bit bored in everything I do. When I travel, if I'm in a country too long, I get bored. So keep it fresh. I don't know. I think it's just, I don't think I've been in love. From the stage five clinger, that's a big call. But I actually don't You're think... in love with the girl last night at the bar. But, you know, genuinely in love, Inge- you know? What was that? Ingenuous love? <laughs> Come on. Genuinely. I, I swear I did that one right. Disingenuous love. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm going to start copywriting all these words I make up. You, you should get a T-shirt made. Disingenuous. No, 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 it was you ingenuine. Should, you should get a T-shirt made. Ingenuine. Yeah. I, I actually thought about it after The Bachelor. You should the do it. Get some merch. Have a merch line. Gosh, um, it, it just won't do well with my OCD. Seeing these. You said them. I know. What is next for Jamie Doran? I really want to travel. So right now I was meant to be doing the Camino, which which is an 800-kilometer walk through to north of Spain. And I was meant to be doing that, not right now, that was August and September. But because of COVID, that all got canned. I would like to go traveling. I've got 79 countries in the world I haven't been to yet. The goal is to go to every country in the world. Wow, before you die. Yeah, and Narangas Naranga thinks that I'm going to die soon. He goes, oh. he hasn't got long. He goes, I don't think you're going to live to 50, you old bastard. So, Naranga reckons I've only got about nine years left. Better get and, cracking. I know. That bucket list. Hopefully the borders um, open up soon. I told Naranga last night. cutting it fine. Well, I told Naranga last night. I said, you'll be 41 soon. <laughs> Calm down. Because what's Naranga? 28, 29. 29. Is he? That little super spreader. You've also recently launched a new career selling cameo videos, charging two fifty a pop. Same price as Black China. Way more than any celebrity in the country. Do you think that you've overpriced yourself? All right. First things first here, Megan. I don't know who Black China is, so obviously <laughs> I should be charging more. Who is Black China? Rob is that a horse? <laughs> what is it? Rob Kardashian's baby mama. Who's she's Rob in, Kardashian? So she- I don't even know these people. How do you not know who Rob Kardashian is? I know who Charlie Sheen is. I don't even think Charlie Sheen is charging two fifty a pop. Oh, Charlie Sheen, get that tiger blood working and <laughs> try. Uh, anyway, what's it, mate? My mate, you know what? My mate NASA. Came, my mate. My mate have NASA. Have you even met him? No, I have. I've never met <laughs> my oh, my online mate I'm NASA. Hilarious. He put a video out yesterday saying, I'm not like these people who are charging $250. I'm charging $5. I was like, are you trolling me, Nasser? I messaged him. But um, honestly, the $250 cameos started as a joke. It did start as a joke. Really? I was trolling. I've now sold four. Oh, you have sold some. Four, yeah. So that's (laughs) $1,000. It was a joke. But if I keep getting one a week... I think I'm just going to leave it at 250. <laughs> I did a Halloween special and dropped it at 200, and no one bought one. So, so I said to Naranga, maybe I put it back up to 250 because it's like when girls go into and they buy a handbag. And there's a 600 dollar handbag that looks like crap, and there's a 200 dollar <laughs> handbag that's epic, but they get the 600 one because it's 600. So I'm thinking maybe I'm going to put it back up to 250 because no one's buying it at 200, but they were at 250. Does that make any sense? No. 
No, it does. The handbag I, analogy is a good analogy. I tell you, you what, want what you can't afford. I it's out of reach. You're making yourself out of reach, unattainable. It's like what I said to you last night. Stop looking at the girl. Pay her no attention, so you're appearing unattainable. Okay. Apply that knowledge to your dating life, and you'll be on your way. Well, you have to take me out in Byron Bay tonight <laughs> and show one me. One night was one night was enough. One oh, night only. Oh, come on. Would you ever do OnlyFans? No. Have you seen this body under this shirt? <laughs> Dad bod. It's uh it's a beer gut with man boobs and Irish skin. Irish it's skin. it's not well. It's not well. No, um no, not definitely not OnlyFans. Reese Power, Patty Collier. I love that you guys are doing it. You're two legends, but um I don't have your bodies. I'm at the end of my question list. I think we've covered everything we needed to. Is there anything I've missed? I've actually forgotten that... It's four hours into the interview. I've actually forgotten that we're doing an interview. I feel like I'm just talking to you now. Isn't that weird? Not really. It's it's what you should aim for. Yeah. But, um... Have we missed anything? (laughs) No, I don't think so. Um, I'm delirious. I haven't eaten today. Yeah. (laughs) I want to keep going. You want to keep going? What else is there talking about? I love talking about myself. Um, Do we want to talk about our troll? Oh, you kind of touched with that. um, Yeah, no, I don't give any more answers. Yeah, no, no. I think Um, pretty good. I've had so much fun. Oh, that's good to know. Can can I say I've had so much fun? Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on the show. And, I mean, as we said, we've come a long way. Who would have thought that we would be sitting here in Byron doing your tell-all interview? Who would have thought? Not me. I've had so much fun. Surely you have more questions for me. I don't want to leave. <laughs> Jamie, this is amazing. It's been four hours and 20 minutes of recording. I'm delirious. Let me out. Let me go. I'm being held hostage here against my will. Well, I've had a great time, Megan. I Thank you for having me. Thank you for everything you have done for me as well in the past oh. few months. I love that I have been getting mentions on your podcast. <laughs> and remember me... When this podcast goes more viral than it is even now, remember me. R.I.P. <laughs> I, I I knew you. I knew you before this blew up because this podcast is on fire. It literally is. I love it. So when you release it, Naranga's the same. You should have seen <laughs> the other day. A little super spreader. We're we're that quick. We're getting our phones and we're we're that excited to listen what, to it. What do you it. listen as soon as it drops? Yeah, you get the tea hot. Yeah, and, and then sometimes because sometimes you say it's up, but then there's like a ten minute delay and it's not up. <laughs> and that ten minutes, I'm, I keep refreshing. And I'm like, when's it up? When's it up? When's it up? Are you my it's, biggest fan? I think so. <laughs> I'm a super fan. Super fan, super spreader, super fan, super clinger, super clinger. At least when you do things, you do them. You're all or nothing. That's right. <laughs> go hard or go home, Jamie Doran. That's right. And apparently, I've got to go home now. Yeah, I gotta drop you back. It's literally usually my interviews go for about an hour. <laughs> this has been four and a half hours. Do you know how long it's gonna take me to edit this? I'm, it's gonna take me like six days to edit this. Wow. So if, if it's late, blame Jamie. Blame Jamie Doran. I'm sorry, everyone. Hopefully, it's <laughs> worth it. I hope it's worth it too. Hey, before you go, because we did bond over Reese Power. You're doing the impersonation of Reese Chilton. Can you do an impersonation of me to finish this off? Huh? <laughs> I'm not Willy Wonka, so I'm not going to sugarcoat this. <laughs> I'm Megan Pacetto, and I am out. My cheeks are, like, cramped from laughing. Like, you know, when your face goes, like, swollen from, like, laughing so much. That Do another one. That wasn't... You could do better. Oh, I'm not good at this stuff. My face is literally hurting. Okay, guys, that is so dramatic, and that was so juicy. So let's... Wait, no, give me one more. Do I say so dramatic? 
Yeah, but, say something about so dramatic. Yeah, because you, you, you always say so juicy, I'll, I'll, the tea. I've got to, like, say that. Super so, spreader. Why don't you say I'm, yeah. I'm so dramatic's number one fan, number one super spreader, or I don't know. I wasn't going to pretend to be you, though. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> True. Okay, guys, that's the tea. I'm Megan Pastetto. I will have some more info on super spreaders next week. Hang on. Look at my sponsors. So fresh. And so fresh. wait, no, wait. Oh, no, come on, I can do this better. Wait, 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 wait. It's, um, what do you do? All right, wait, all right, all right, right hang on, right, hang on. That's all the tea I've got for you guys today. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay, guys, that's all the tea I have for you guys today. I'm Megan Pacetto. So dramatic. Jump on our Facebook group. <laughs> You super spreaders, I'm out. My face is literally like cramped from laughing. My cheeks hurt. Oh my God, you're so funny. I'm not well. Not well. (laughs) Well, thank you for coming on. I'm so privileged that you gave me your very first ever interview. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you for coming on the show. I owe you. Actually, you still owe me a lot, so it's fine. We're even now. Thank you, Megan. Absolute (laughs) privilege and an honor. Had the best day ever. I, I wish it could go for another four hours, but she's sending me home, everyone. She's sending me back to Brisbane. He's getting back on that plane. He's not leaving. He's not <laughs> handing the mic over. Give it back. <laughs> All right, that's it. Thanks again, Jamie. You're the best. Catch Jamie on Instagram at Jamie C. Doran or find him in the So Dramatic Facebook page daily. He's always there. He's always posting. He's got a rising star next to his name. If you want some banter, that is where to find him. Yeah, in the famous words of Jamie Doran. What's the famous words of Jamie Doran? This is not well. <laughs> I say, what's your other catchphrase? I know, Jackson Gallic taught me that one. What's your other fr- the catchphrase? What's your other catchphrase? Oh, the man, the myth, the legend. That's the one Jackson likes. The man, the myth, the legend. Jamie Doran. Thank you. So good. That's fun. So good. That's, that's Yay! Good. I, hope, I hope it comes together, all right? I... You're not. You're not going. I am going. Bro. No, you're not walking out. On... Bro, I'll see you on the no, other side. No, 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 Tim. Relax. No, no. Tim, please. No, how much you mean to me, bro? I'll see you on the other side. I'm not going. Bro. You're not going. I'm hundred percent going. That's all the Jamie Doran I've got for you guys today and forever. Well, hopefully not forever. Hopefully that's not the last we see of Jamie. I'm sure he'll be lurking around the comment section on Instagram. You can also catch him giving quality banter in the So Dramatic Facebook group most days. I'm actually so sad that it's over. It's gone so quick. As they say though, all good things must come to an end. But it's not goodbye. It's simply till we meet again on Facebook. You can follow Jamie on Instagram at Jamie C, C for Klinger, Doran. Guys, you could join the rest of the reality TV world and slide into his DMs and show him some love. I'm sure he'd love that. If you enjoyed this episode, which I know is all of you, please subscribe, rate and review. Five stars only, of course. Please keep sharing So Dramatic around more than Jamie shares himself around the cosmetic industry (laughs) and more than he shares himself around the reality TV world. Don't forget on Friday, I have our normal juicy episode. I've got our chat with Naranga and of course, lots of gossip before we wrap up this hot mess of a year. I'm going to tie a nice little bow on 2020. And I'm going to talk about all the shows to watch over the holiday season because I've already started binging Housewives on Hey You this week and I am shook. There is more drama on that show than I could ever dream of. So I need to discuss that and give you my recommendations because 
we need something to keep us going over the break because as we know, drama never sleeps and it seems that we can't sleep without drama either. Then over Christmas, I have some exciting, fun episodes planned that I think you're all going to love, plus a little bit of gossip thrown in for good measure, as always. Guys, exciting breaking news. I've got a special PSA to make, an announcement about the next mini-series that will be dropping in January. It's with Batchy icon Megan Marks that I shot in Byron Bay, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. It's so juicy, and she hasn't done a lot of media, so I'm really going to get to the bottom of all of everything. So much to look forward to here at So Dramatic. I've been a very busy girl. Santa Claus works hard, but Megan Pacetto works harder. Thank you for listening to a special episode of So Dramatic. See you on Friday. Good riddance, good luck, and goodbye. Ciao for now. Kind regards. I'm out of here. I'm going to go to. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So Dramatic with Megan Pacetto.